Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Horror from A to Z, where we'll shit on your favorite horror movie. <laughs> I'm Zach. And I'm Anna. I don't even know who this person is. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna, in this episode, oh. we're going to talk about why Anna doesn't have the right to suggest movies anymore. And it's only episode one. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, I don't think you have the right to talk anymore because you said welcome back. And this is our first episode. I'm making them feel welcome. Well, you can just say welcome, too. You know what? You know what? The podcast is just going to be me alone in a room talking to myself. <laughs> Isn't that how you spend like, <laughs> most, of, most of my days? Yeah, and what are you, what's your point? All right. All right. All right. Fine. All right good start. Good start. So for those of you who are just joining us, and most of you are because it's only going to be episode one, um, we started this because we both have realized we both view horror movies in a different way. Uh, I view huh? them more through like a a pretentious fuck lens and Anna views them as how easily can I get spooked so I actually have a question for you really quickly yeah is the lens pretentious fuck or are you the pretentious fuck I am the pretentious fuck got it got it just clarifying I'm, for yeah. listeners for viewers, yeah. whatever yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. so, so still, yeah yeah what the, the, the big difference is Zach hates jump scares and I love yes. jumps okay that's that's generous I tolerate jump you don't scares. mind them it's not like gonna to like go. completely turn you off of a movie where like the sound of an atomic bomb accompanies the big spooky coming at you at the screen. Yes. Meanwhile, I, it's a deal breaker for me. So we we have a formula going, and this may change depending on what kind of like special episodes we do. But right now we're offering up one movie each episode, and for this episode, each person, each person. Each person well, yeah, one movie per person. Um, and this episode, we have two movies. One of them is is better than the other. <laughs> Spoiler uh, alert. That's the one that I picked. Uh, it's, that's the reason I can't pick movies anymore. Um, <laughs> we have The Shining and Matriarch. And I know most of you have probably heard of the first one for good reason most of you probably haven't heard the second one for also all most of you probably haven't hey, heard the hey, second one for also it's good reason new, it's a new movie it's a new movie it's 2018 oh that's like two years ago <laughs> it's not new <laughs> anyway compared to the shining stanley kubrick's the kubrick i give up you talk you talk stanley you kubrick we're gonna we're gonna start this off with the superior movie the shining Really? So you want to leave everybody on a bad note? Interesting. This is how well Zach thinks of you all. Yes. This, <laughs> this is <laughs> this is how lowly I think of you people. So, when did you oh. first watch The Shining? Oh, God, it was... I must have been in junior or sophomore year of high school. So it was, a, it was just a solid, solid few years ago. Because like, everybody, everybody I know has like childhood experiences like are, are, are people our age have like childhood experiences watching the shining and just being traumatized i first watched the shining when i was uh in middle school and oh, that explains a lot about you actually yes yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that explains why i why my brain works the way it does um and what's funny about it is is that i didn't really think it was that great when i first watched it i'm like wow because like my, my my parents were both like this is the scariest movie. You're, you're never going to watch this little child. I will protect you from the spooky hotel and Jack Nicholson. So, you know, <laughs> I, I, I I never really watched it. And then I just, yeah. one night it was on TV and it just started. And I was like, oh, let's see what all the fuss is about. And I fucking hated it. I'm like, wow, well, I was boring as shit. That well, was you're so right. You're so right. It's, I think the scare factor is, because I had, I had a very similar experience. I yeah. feel like the scare factor is way more hyped up then it like i feel like it's what's scary about it is once you break it down yeah you know what i mean that's yeah. the beauty of the shining is that like on the surface level it's like all right yeah, it's okay but then it like then it sticks with you yes then it like permeates your your brain folds or in my There's case so my lack of brain folds um okay <laughs> There's so much in it to like think about yeah. you know what i mean so you look back on it is when you're like oh fuck oh what? wow it's yeah. terrifying Awful. So let's 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 begin. Uh, what well, what was the most glaring thing to you 
when you were um, watching it probably last night like i was oh by the way that. we don't we don't okay. know if there's opinion on this on these movies we don't convene before this so no, i tried to talk to him about it and he said and yeah quote, i was like <laughs> the fuck for, the up, Anna. for the podcast save for the podcast no, so, so I uh, I did a real yeah. nerdy thing. Uh, I did I did take did notes. notes? I did, yeah. <laughs> did you take notes? No, I didn't take any notes. No, I took like three pages worth of notes. Um, <laughs> I wrote a fucking thesis on it. <laughs> no, it's because okay, because I had kind of a general idea of what it was from from the last time I watched it. Yes. So I was like, all right, so I'm just gonna write down everything that kind of sticks out to me. I can kind of go over this in my head um, and have it on paper, like before the podcast, right? So I can kind of think about what I wanted to say. Um, some of my notes include um, these transitions, ellipses, I'm screaming. Wendy is so tall. Um, <laughs> these, are some, these are some good talking points so far. <laughs> oh, that's the title uh, when when the words The Shining were said. Um but I do, I do have a couple. You're that, you're that person in the theater is like, that! They said it! That's the title, they said it! Uh, no, I think the first thing that really stuck out to me, uh, that's going to sound kind of lame, was like the clothes. Um, I haven't cracked the code on what the clothes mean yet, but as soon as I saw them, I was like, this, this means something. There's no reason, there's no reason for this grown-ass woman to be dressed like a kid if there isn't significance. Like, explain the sweater, the dress, explain it all. Also, hey. the kid was styling he fashion inspiration i'm making a Pinterest dress for him um but yeah how about you this is this is now the this is now the fashion podcast (laughs) yeah we we, we dissect horror fashion in style yeah um i just wear button ups and you just wear black but no we're the right people for this but it's fine it's fine um the thing that sticks out to me the most about the shining is the the camera work it mm-hmm. really is probably the best part of The Shining. And I'm not just talking about, like, how good it looks for its time. Like, the wide-angle shots mm-hmm. that encompass the hotel. Because um, I, don't, I, I don't think a lot of people would realize how terrifying it would be to be in an empty hotel alone for, like, the entire winter. Like Stephen King would, when he wrote it. What? Stephen King would. Yeah, well, yeah, Stephen King would, but, you know, he's Stephen King. I don't know what's <laughs> yeah. going on in that man's mind. Um, yeah. I, I don't, I'm a little afraid to find out what's going on in Stephen King's mind. Um, uh, it would be terrifying. And The Shining really encompasses that sense of loneliness through uh, the big, wide-angle shots. And then Kubrick does something real cool where um, all the, I don't know if you know this or not. I don't, even know, I don't even know if you noticed this when you watched it last night. All the close-up shots of people's faces are used, uh, as, I think it's a fisheye lens that they use to make them a little more distorted than they would usually would be. Oh, I, I didn't notice that, but I did notice that he does... This is thing where a lot of his like um, dialogue shots is focused on one one person's face while the other person talks. Um, which I thought was really cool. I haven't. I mean, it's something I usually pay attention to. Yeah. In general, it's but the, yeah, it's, I, it's the reaction shot. That's yeah. what The Shining does so well is, is showing, and that, that that's what a lot of horror movies. And I'm going to sound like a, a, a. I was born in the wrong generation. Um, a, a lot of horror movies today are missing is that. When you show a character's reaction to something, to them being terrified, um, and then show the thing, you're just like preparing the audience to be like, <gasps> um, and that happens a lot in The Shining. That happened with the the, the weird shot of the <laughs> the, the, the dude in the fur suit, the furries in the, <laughs> in the furries in Hotel Overlook. Oh, bro, bro, I have I have some commentary on that, but go on. Go on. Yeah, we're gonna get to that later. Um. And for those of you who are big fucking nerds like me and you read manga, um, the the author Junji Ito does more or less the same thing with his his um, his works where he will show the characters reactions to something and then you'll flip the page and then you'll see it. But you're already bracing 
for it before you um you you get there so you're just like um the the shot of danny in his little tricycle in the hallway following him around and then you see the girls like that chef's kiss beautiful glages 10 out of 10 shot wonderful Oof. um i don't know if you remember but there was this one i remember because of my notes there was the one scene where he's in the game room i thought this was so funny um where it's on the camera's on him and he turns around and right you're about to see the the girls yeah um but it just like suddenly like zooms in on his face and i was like oh, that was yeah. i feel like i'm in a tiktok like the sudden- <laughs> <laughs> ye old tiktok in the 1970s yeah yeah no. the transitions were kind of weird to me to me um they're like fading to the next scene that was interesting it's the, it's the 70s yeah, we didn't, we didn't have creative transitions back then. No, I no, that's actually a lie. We were too creative with the transitions. That's, that's what that was. That's that, the problem. Like, we were too creative. Walking. Um. Yeah. Yeah. So, what was up with? I don't. Okay. I don't know if this is a red herring or what, but what the hell was up with like the implication that Native American folk has something to do with it? Um, because, because um. I'm pretty sure that the hotel overlook is built on a burial ground. Yes, yes I have that in all caps yes. um, here. But like, I, like it came up. Um, there was a lot of like First Nations imagery. They talked about it. Um, then at the beginning when they talked about the Donner Party, I feel like that's connected in some yeah. way. But mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Like I, that didn't come up towards the end of the movie. I feel like the main theme of the movie is about like the cycle of abuse you know what i mean so i yeah. am not really sure that kind of comes into play yeah no. absolutely i um it's funny that you said because i haven't seen dr sleep which is the sequel to the shine yeah. um and it's the sequel to for those of you who don't know stanley kubrick's the shining is way different than stephen king's the shining so it, dr sleep is the sequel to stanley kubrick's the shining um well i'm pretty sure stephen king I think the book, I think he, it was based off a book from Stephen King. I'm almost 100% sure. It was. I lied. Um, I haven't That's why seen Stephen it. Um, made the TV shows because it was so dissimilar. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure that's about like Danny Torrance breaking that cycle. Um, because, you know, obviously Danny's going to remember what's going on or what happened. He's not going to forget this anytime soon. Um, he's not gonna. <laughs> so, Danny, what did you do for the winter? My dad chased me around with an axe. Oh my god! Oh my god! Um, yeah. Uh, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of traumatic. I okay. Um, I came up. I did come up with a um, like a quick summary of this movie. If yeah. you if you're curious. Um, so it's uh, maybe the real monster was the daddy issues we made along the way. <laughs> Um, but it's like i feel like it was a good choice for the pandemic you know what i mean because uh, isolation yeah that's the big thing about the shining like it exacerbating like abuse you know what i mean um like we're seeing a lot of issues i as far as i'm aware right now um with people being stuck at home with their abusers of course yeah. um and this is that but snowed in and yeah, isolated. Yeah, you're, no, you're snowed in with Jack Nicholson. He's going nuts, oh and he's uh, he's chopping you down with an axe. Oh my god! I wish I was stuck in a scary hotel with Jack Nicholson. Hey, good. No, you don't. You don't. Because it sounds like he makes like the men of the family go crazy, and we'd probably be like chilling there together. You know what I mean? Um, you would murder I'd me. I'd be as far away from you as I possibly can. What are you talking about? <laughs> wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, we would just like, we would just Discord call. We would be the- in separate <laughs> fucking wings of the hotel. Are you kidding me? We would have, a, bar- we would have a barrier. Wow. I would actually well, like grab a... Chill. They're probably cooler than you. Yeah, I'd grab a fucking sofa and I put it in the center and be like, that's the wall. 
<laughs> if uh-huh. you cross that, <laughs> I'm allowed to bludgeon you. I'd be the one who goes crazy. Maybe, maybe the ghost of the hotel would whisper in my ear and be like, being mean to you. Ugh, good times. So, speaking of ghosts. Oh, Lord. The Shining is one of those movies where I'm like, it leaves me thinking, is it actually about ghosts? Was that actually ghosts? Or was that just like psychological fuckery? Uh, hmm. So, what? Are there spookies? So, are you you seeking an answer here? Should I, should I, I mean, give you my memory? Give me, give me your your take on it. Okay. So I, so we have in the movie we have confirmed that like some weird metaphysical, spooky, spiritual stuff is going on, right? Yes. Danny's got the shining. That other guy's yes. got the shining. I think um, Jack has. I think it's genetic, right? Because mm-hmm. his grandma had the shining. The man had the shining, right? Yeah. So that's familial. And Danny has The Shining. So it would kind of make sense that if Danny's to the house, so is Jack, right? That's why he's like a little loopy. That's why he's like yeah. so able to be influenced by it. Yes. Um. So I think there is like a layer of like metaphysical ghost stuff going on. But I think, I think the ghosts are preying on the fact, or they're just trying to drive him crazy somehow. And I think they're preying yes. on the fact that Jack has alcohol issues. He's abusive. He already, I think, is resentful of his family. Like the way that he interacts with um with Wendy, I think it's really obvious that he, for whatever fucking reason, thinks that he could be this phenomenal, fantastic author if he yes. didn't have to take care of his family and work all these weird yeah. jobs. You know what I mean? So I think yeah. it's a little bit of both. It's a little bit of Jack is going crazy. Jack is being driven crazy, and it's being exacerbated by the house, or by the house, the uh, the hotel. The hotel. Um, but it's also he just hates his family. It's the cycle of abuse you saw. I think at the beginning, yeah, when the doctor was there and Wendy was saying, "Oh, you know, he doesn't drink anymore." Oh my God, that was another thing. She said he hadn't drank for five months. He told Larry or Lenny or whoever that he hadn't drank. In that the, the 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 accident had happened five years ago, so I think there's been multiple cases, right? Multiple situations, and I think yes. at the beginning when you saw Wendy being like, and he told me that if it ever ha- if he touched another drop, I could leave him. I feel like that's a sort of like concession that people who know they're in a bad situation like make to themselves. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Um, I think his issues. Are beyond the ghosts, but I think there's definitely some. So, so you think it's both? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. I'm in that. I'm I'm kind of in that camp too, because the. I mean, we would be remiss not to talk about Jack Torrance as a character because yeah. right from the get go, it's like, hey, something's up with this guy. So fucking and, weird. The dialogue between him and Wendy so weird. Oh yeah, and I think it was designed to be. Weird. I I feel like this movie was almost designed because I (laughs) Anna knows this, but my audience doesn't unless they know me personally. Um, I hate bad writing, and it's the the, I I know Uh, it's the it's the cornerstone of what can kill even the greatest of ideas for me. But I feel like The Shining was almost written to be a little off kilter. Oh my god! Without doubt. Yeah. Um. Because. Jack Nicholson and what's the actress's name? Shelley Duvall, Duvall, right? Um, they very clearly phenomenal actors. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. Very. But at the beginning, you're like really struck. You're like, oh, why Ooh. is it so stilted? And it's on yeah. purpose, I think. It was definitely on purpose. I, I, because I've seen this movie a billion different times. And I, I'm only now realizing we should have dedicated uh, this to its own episode because there's just so much to fucking talk about. Um, but we, we can, we can, we can condense it. I believe in us. Um, uh, <laughs> I don't believe in us. Um, I, I read about how Stanley Kubrick made them do take after take after take after take until they were exhausted of doing takes, just to like, and it, and he would use like the one they got like I don't know. 50 takes ago just just for shits and giggles but that would lead them to actually be psychologically just completely screwed up by the end of the actual shooting process itself which added 
Yeah. Yeah. The Jack Nicholson said he like, you know, would drive home completely just absolutely depressed every night because of what happened. Shelley Duvall went through hell during that movie since she never worked with Kubrick again, I think. Really? Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. She he like tortured her. But um, yeah, the the whole process behind it made it made it seem like Kubrick wanted this to actually be not only like horror of spooky ghosts, but like you are genuinely seeing people break down like on camera, yeah. um, which just adds to a, a whole other level of, of terrifying in this movie. Yeah. Um, but I do believe it was made, it was like written to be off kilter and stilted. Oh yeah, um, doubt. Just to add there, to the scariness. For sure, because there was like really great dialogue in it. You oh, know yeah. what I mean? But it's just, the times when it was weird were like when it was supposed to be, when it was like perfect for it to be. Um, I imagine Stanley Kubrick's ghost just like being like, <laughs> I just had no idea what I was doing. <laughs> Fucking nerds. Um, if that is so, uh, <laughs> then I will remind the ghost of Stanley Kubrick and also anybody who's listening. Uh, I don't know shit about movies or filmmaking. so <laughs> I don't watch, but I don't know how a movie's made. It, why are you laughing about that? I don't. <laughs> Who does? Except unless you're like a, a film major and me, a film major. Wait, no, I love my friends who are film majors because it's for you guys. I bet you heard um, it here first, folks. And who loves film majors? And I hate um, film majors. Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, okay, moving swiftly on from that. Um, can I go on my rant about why I think this is about sexual violence as well, sexual abuse? Yes. Okay. All right. Here we go. Um, now that I this was a mistake yeah. okay so first time that I was like it's kind of weird is at the beginning when he was getting checked up by the doctor and he was like pantsless and he had like the, the kid Danny uh, had his like hands over his like crotch I was like that's yes. like weird for kids to do you know what I mean but like whatever I don't know but then that and again Thing I thought was really weird was that Jack and um, Danny didn't like have any like scenes together. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Or if they did, um, Wendy was always there. Mm -hmm. um, except for that time when Danny went up to the room and Jack had that scene where he like pulled him up to his knee and was really weird. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this isn't this isn't normal. You know what oh, I mean? This, is, this isn't what what's going on. I was like, maybe, maybe this is just Jack going crazy. You know what I mean? But what it really struck <clears throat> me, and you've seen it, right? The new it. Of course. I, I mean, I read the book, so yeah. No, but I, I mean specifically the the movie It. Like yeah. It Chapter One. Yes. Um, do you remember the girl? What was her name? Beverly. Um, Beverly. And her dad. I mean, spoilers! Spoilers to anybody who hasn't seen her. Spoilers read to it. anyone who doesn't who doesn't uh, seen know, it. Skip forward. If minute or two but um yeah. that interaction beverly has with with her dad where he's not explicitly sexually abusive but something's like but you off. can tell you can yeah, tell they it's they make it very clear that is exactly what jack talking to to dan yeah. like reminded me of like just that like feeling in your gut you know what i mean where it's like there's nothing in the script or in this shot that makes me feel or makes me like tells me that this is happening that this but it's in your on. gut yeah, it's very clear. You can tell. And then I looked it's it up a, afterwards. It, it's almost like they were written by the same person. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I looked it up afterwards just to make sure that I wasn't going to get on here and say something absolutely ridiculous and be torn apart by you. Um, Joanna, that's wrong. But um, sorry about that. My sister just walked in. But. Uh, I looked it up and there is like substance to that accusation. You know what I mean? Like, um, I don't know. I didn't notice this, but there's a lot of bare imagery whenever it's implied that uh, Danny was abused by Jack. Right. So there's apparently a bare rug in the main room that appears and disappears depending on whether Jack's in the room. And then at oh, the beginning. Yes. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. 
the beginning when he's being talked to by the doctor, he's apparently lying on a bare pillow or something. And then the final nail in the coffin is, of course, the the bear furry at the very end, yes. uh, giving fellatio to uh, the the other man. Uh, Wendy Wendy walking out on the furry convention. Yeah, which I think is like you know a symbol for you know the the bear is like a symbol for like innocence. He's like a cute little teddy bear dude. Yeah, um, and then the man in the suit I think is obviously like a more mature figure. Yes. Um, so I, to me, it's it's obvious. What are your what are your thoughts? Well, you see, I hadn't really thought of it. I um, I I I remember reading about the bear part, um, <laughs> and people were just like, "What the fuck is up with that part?" Like it's just <laughs> the weirdest non sequitur bit during the entire movie. It never comes up again. Never gets mentioned again. And you're just like, "What?" Yeah, well, what's 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 going on here? What the fuck happened? Um, but it does make sense with what you're saying, and it does line up. Um, I wouldn't put it past you if that was the actual reason. I'm um now that I'm thinking about it further, I'm almost sure it's the reason. I just I couldn't figure it out for like the first couple times I watched it, but now it's suddenly starting to click. So yeah. Um... yeah. Yeah, it, it, the only reason it did really is because of, much of the interaction between yes. Beverly and her dad. Um, that was really Stephen, the only reason I was like, oh, Stephen King writing again? the same character. Stephen King doing it again. Stephen King has done it once again, um, ladies and gentlemen. You know, once more, we have sexual abuse in families. Whoa, good job, Stephen King. Whoa! <laughs> um, are we going to get sued for that? <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, oh, oh, okay. And the uh, maze. I think the maze is a symbol for the cycle of abuse. I'm pretty sure we can chalk up everything in this movie to a symbol. Yeah, but like, think about <clears> it. <throat> Me and Wendy go in. D- D- that is where Danny has to face off with his father. Yeah. Right? Like, he and his mom go in at the beginning of the movie. You see Jack, like, oh, like looking at the di- diorama. The diorama of the maze, yeah. where he's he's observing the cycle of abuse, um, which I think is twofold because <clears throat> he is the second family to like not get slaughtered but almost die um, at the hotel. So that's that's a cycle. But then also yeah. the cycle of abuse with his own family, right? That then I think is really it's very pointed towards the end when he is like chasing um, Danny through the maze, and Danny ends up escaping. He escapes the cycle of abuse, but Jack is trapped in it. Yes. That's how he dies. Um, yes, abuse. <laughs> and I and I don't think we could talk about the shining without talking about the ending. The yes. little the little final ending shot of the picture, mm-hmm. not from the nineteen thirties, but Jack in it. So well, what was that? My prevailing theory, and I've had this theory since I watched it when I when I was an adult, um, and I I stand by it now that Jack is a spirit. Oh. That lures, who who finds a family, and lures okay. them to the hotel overlook eventually, and then okay. hopefully kills them there and traps them there with him. Um, it's not backed up by anything besides my own brain, um, but I think that Jack has done this, has been doing this since he died, which I'm guessing is in the 1930s. Um. What if like it all started with the Donner Party? What if he was lying about the Donner Party being for the West or whatever? Um, yeah. And he, this originated all the way back then, and he led basically the party up the mountains, despite knowing that it would probably be snowed in. Yeah, well, if Jack's some kind of like immortal being that yeah. is is just trapped forever with killing people and in isolating situations, yeah, I guess that would make sense. Um, uh, the the truth of the matter is I don't know what the fuck the ending means. I don't think anyone yeah. knows what the fuck the ending means. Um, it's like he by doing by repeating history effectively, right? Like like the other guy did. Maybe it's like symbolic of how he's now trapped in the house, right? He's trapped there. Yeah. 
and his like photo his like face is even in the photo maybe it's like the, yeah. the house him in that way i mean people also say <clears throat> people also say that because he died in the hotel overlook his soul like got added to that group of people and he actually isn't it, like that's just a the, the most recent picture that picture is kind of tie some kind of like tie to the hotel and whenever someone dies there their picture gets added into that portrait but there's no again there's no real evidence to substantiate yeah, that what yeah little girls aren't in there yeah that, yeah so there's and i the, the truth is i don't i don't know what the ending means i don't think anyone really knows what the ending means um because kubrick's uh, dead and we can't ask him so you know um but it's a amazing ending because it kind of just leaves you being like Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. Well, but, uh, my reaction was not exactly that. Um, mostly because I don't go what, what. <laughs> you, you don't. No, no, no. Hard to get wow. my voice to go that low. Actually, it's really upsetting. Uh, good, good. Um, I gotta say, like during the movie, I was less. Oh, now I'm gonna talk about the part that I'm actually supposed to talk about. Um, yes whether or not it scared me yeah um i was more like pissed off than anything the whole time i was like oh i don't put up with this man i like, just imagine you like watching the shining with like your arms crossed and your brow to furrow being like i'm fucking pissed yeah well i mean you know me you know I how I, am. I don't hate it i did not hate it no. i hated jack i hated jack i was pissed yes. at jack i um, think if you just... like jack that's the problem yeah, definitely, definitely. You, you got some issues. If you were like, it's like Jack, the people who sympathize with the Joker, it's like, all right, cool it, <laughs> cool your jets, lad. Um, but when she hit him with the bat, yes, queen, put him in the freezer. I really thought something was gonna happen with the freezer. No. Um, what was the point of showing us the freezer? Show us, put him in the freezer. Well, he does get frozen in the end. No, but put him in like why would you put him where all the food is where you want to starve no put him in the freezer then he dies <laughs> just just pick up jack nicholson and throw him in the freezer i will do it i will do it <laughs> can you pick yeah. up jack nicholson <laughs> no but jack uh, jack nicholson in the freezer oh jack um, nicholson come on the podcast we'll put you in the freezer um yeah yeah Yeah. uh i gotta say i was my dog is entered i'll give i'll stop (laughs) a place to cut this okay we're back um all right about that uh where were we you were talking about the freezer and how much i hate yeah, put him in the fucking freezer. Like, okay. <laughs> the scene when he's in the food storage closet and he's yes. like, Wendy, my hand is hurt. I think something's wrong. Wendy. I don't and remember then, him talking like that, but okay, yeah. He was basically talking like that. Wendy, please. Become British. I mean, he almost did. He called her Wendy Darling at one point, and I was like, yo, it's maybe Darling. Oh my god, maybe you're right. Maybe he is like an immortal dude. And the Wendy Darling was a nod to Peter Pan, who, as we all know, I mean, I guess spoiler is immortal. I don't think we need to put spoiler warnings for Peter Pan. <laughs> <laughs> the, the Peter Pan fan base are gonna get real mad at us. <laughs> we we actually may have unlocked a, a, a big brain moment right there. I mean, do you what do you think? I, I think we're reaching, but because he okay because he calls Wendy like baby and babe and Han whatever throughout the movie I'd never heard him call her Wendy Darling. I feel like that's like weird. Wendy Darling, you know what I mean? Man's is immortal. Uh, yeah. Peter Pan is immortal. I don't know. I, I don't know because like everything about this movie, you, you can like reach with it, and it kind of makes somewhat sense because nobody knows what this fucking movie means. I think um, there actually represents uh, the eternal search for knowledge. (laughs) (laughs) All right, now we're getting pretentious. No, it represents... um, Oh my god, it of course represents the gay community. Um, Bears, right? The Shining Um, represents gay people. 
I hope it doesn't. Uh, what, part, what part of that? I felt I represented. Hope it doesn't. When um when Wendy came in with a breakfast plate, I was like, "Yo, where's my wife bringing me breakfast?" In the car? <laughs> but but the the question boils down to: Were you scared? <clears throat> I was uncomfortable. I am excited yeah. by the movie. Yeah. I was concerned at the end when he's like, I, I was scared. I guess at, at the end when he was chasing, um, Danny. Danny. I think was I scared is like a fair question because I've seen it already. Like I, I mean, we all yeah. know the the classic immortal scene of here's Johnny. Here's Johnny. You know what I mean? Which I think is like the climax yeah. of the Fear Factor. Yes. Um, was I scared? No. Was it a phenomenal movie that I absolutely recommend? Yes. 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 And I'm also um, going to echo you... those sentiments. Yes, me. I was going to ask, like, what is your take on the cinematography? Well, I love this movie. It's probably one of my favorite movies ever made, ever, which is why I recommended it for our first uh, little go around here, because I've seen this movie at least 10 times, maybe more. <laughs> Um, and I, I don't I, I only watch movies like 10 plus times if I really love them. And I've seen The Shining a lot. Um, so I would recommend this movie highly, highly, highly. It's it's one of those movies that can appeal to a horror fan as well as someone who, like me, wants to delve a little deeper into the story and the technical aspects of it. Um if you don't like horror, even if you just want to watch, like, even if you want to watch a classic, yeah, it's classic, or just yeah. like if you are a women's studies major and you need to do an analysis of a movie that features gendered violence, take just it, take it on. Yep, um, you'll you'll enjoy it. We promise. Uh, and if you don't, we can't help you. Suzanne, oh. Suanna. <laughs> um, yeah, I recommend this movie to anyone and everyone. I yeah, it's a solid piece know. of work. Now, speaking of solid pieces of work. <laughs> oh my fucking god. So that that leads us to fucking... Scott Vickers Matriarch. Oh my god, I hate this movie so much. That's, that's okay. It wasn't it wasn't great. It, it wasn't was that awful. Bad. It, wasn't that bad. it was terrible. Um, I guess trigger warning, also sexual violence, also abuse, all the stuff. Also Zach screaming at the top of his lungs. Oh my god, it was okay. It was bad. It was not the worst horror movie I've ever seen. It was and pretty up there for me. Horror movie you've ever seen. What? No, it's not the worst horror movie you've ever seen. I know you've seen worse. I have seen worse, but like, okay, hold on. Okay. I, I guess because I, I've, I've, I've been treated to a real gourmet of horror movies recently. And I've I I I've been watching one basically every night for the past mm-hmm. um, around like the week or so, and every single one of them have been really great. I've been felt leaving leave. I left the movie feeling very satisfied, and I was like, hell yeah, that was a great movie. And I'm like, yeah, I watched The Shining last night. That's one of my favorite movies ever made. And I watched this this afternoon, and I was just like, when is this gonna end? Oh my like, god! Okay. I, I like, like in my mind, I'm just like Anna. You are no longer recommending movies because of this. This is like this was your one chance to impress, wow. and that's wow. it. This is when that's the pretentious it. alpha comes out. This is this is it, folks, ladies and gents. We've reached the end of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you dare look away! I'm not done. I'm not even close to being done. Um, I I this movie. Okay, Just, do you want to summarize it for us? Since sure, I, sure. People have um, probably heard of it, not this movie. It's from 2018. It's, you know, relatively fresh yeah. compared to Shining. This, this movie hits all the horror movie beats you can hit and never deviates from any of them. Couple okay. crashes their car, stranded uh, in the middle of bumfuck nowhere. What? Spooky girl in the woods. Yeah, well, that will get to spooky. Spooky girl in the woods pissed me off more than anything in this entire movie. Anyway, um, <laughs> stranded in bumfuck nowhere. Um, uh, British. They go, they, 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 British bumfuck nowhere. 
Um, and they go and they find a little house after being after uh, going and not having signal anywhere. And the people who own the house seem very excited when they find out that the woman is pregnant. Um, oh, it was like been... a real. So like, no, get the fuck out of here. No, you have to leave. No, this private property. We do, do we have to beat you up? And then the guy's like, please, my wife is pregnant. And, and she's the guy's like, like, well, why don't you just say something? Get the fucking son. Um, <laughs> he did not sound like that. Um, okay, he sounded like that. Yeah. Um, so my like this movie kind of teeter tot for the first two to twenty five minutes or so, kind of teeter tottered back and forth for me to be in like this is good, this is not good. I don't like this. I might like this. Because usually, like, I can tell in the first like, 20 minutes of whether or not I'm going to like a movie. Um, huh. And I was kind of teeter-tottering back and forth, being like, eh, I don't know. Um, but what really actually, like, physically angered me, and I had to pause movie because I'm like, what the, who, who, who said that this was a good script, and you turned this in, and everyone was like, uh-huh, understand, understood, very good, um, huh. is when, so, the movie, for those of you who, I guess, haven't watched it, and have gotten this far, I don't know, what are you doing? Watch the movie. Um, but for those of you who just don't want to waste an hour and 30 minutes, hey, don't, don't do that to them. Don't watch the movie, guys. Don't, don't, don't just, just don't watch the movie. It's fine. You don't, if you really want to partake in it, sure. Go right ahead and pause this, watch it and come back. But you, you don't have to, um, they see spooky little girl as mm. they're, as the couple is driving into spooky house and the wife is like, did you see her? And of course the husband's like, no, um, and when she wakes up from the dream, or the little girl says, my name is Ellie Adams, and wife wakes up and she's like, oh, Ellie Adams, that was a girl that was kidnapped. And I'm like, who? Do you expect me to know who this is? You're acting like this is a big deal. And yet I've heard nothing about this for the whole movie so far. Yeah. You're acting like this is a big plot twist. I'm like, oh, Ellie Adams, no way. Oh my God. That... He said Rachel McAdams, Zach would be very interested. Rachel McAdams, oh my God, it's Rachel McAdams as a child. Um, and I, I was, it baffled me. Like you could have, when they're in the car in the beginning, you could have had a radio broadcast being like, the search for Ellie Adams has reached, like, I don't know, year five or whatever. They're still searching after five whole years because this girl's super important for some reason. Um, but they didn't. They just were like, boom, Ellie Adams. That, who, who is that? Who fucking cares? Um, and I was like, oh, okay, so you're just going to shove that on to me uh and and just roll with it okay cool so the the thing about this movie is that the matriarch of this family i said the title on it haha laugh um is is um she she can't have children so what she does is her and her husband go and kill other parents and steal their children i guess when they're babies Trope, uh, I feel like we've seen a million times. But I, we off. have seen a million times. And because the wife is pregnant and she says it's going to be a boy, they're like, oh, give, give birth. But surprise, surprise, it's a girl. And then they're like, what the fuck? Get, get out of here, nerd. You promised us a boy and you gave me a girl. Um... The movie kind of diverges of like wife trying to escape captivity while the husband character is also trying to escape and get help. But there's a part in the movie where he emerges underground. Oh my God. Yeah. Completely naked, covered in dirt. And it's the movie spends about like 10 or so minutes of just following him walking around in, in the beautiful English countryside, just completely like bare ass naked. And I was just cracking up laughing the whole time. I'm like, this is like a nature documentary of watching a naked man stumble around. I have actually a couple qualms about that scene because... I have a lot of qualms about the movie. Okay, but I'm talking about this scene in specific. Like, yes. I don't know nothing about anything, right? 
Um, <laughs> we are all hollow heads here. We are hollow heads, smooth brain. Yes. Um, don't ask me how both. I don't know. We don't but care. I do. I do believe that. <laughs> I do believe. Like a specific amount of oxygen you have in a coffin. The man was in there for like at least a day and a half. I think it was. Right? It was punching his way out the whole night. He was like he was like hyperventilating, punching his way out. Which also, I don't know how you punch your way out. <laughs> He's that much of a chad. Also, his wrist would be broken the way that he was hitting it. Oh yeah, mom, his wrist would break. Oh yeah, but also he would have run out of oxygen by then. You know what I mean? I I, I kept joking with myself. Have you seen Kill Bill? God no. No. What? no. what do you mean, God no? It's a great movie. Do I look like a nerd to you? I. It's cinema. Um, for those of you who have seen Kill Bill, you know what I'm talking about. I was waiting for I was I was like laughing to myself and thinking, like, is he just going to like inch punch his way out of the coffin? Like, is he going to actually like Uma Thurman inch punch his way out of the coffin? And then he started like <laughs> palming the side of the coffin. And I was cracked up laughing. You like, broken his wrist. This man's man, wrist must be wrist. made of steel. Like, oh how is this man just not go yet? How did he like manage to get his body through it? You know I, don't, what I, mean? I don't know. I don't know. I have <laughs> so many qualms with that. that. Even if he did get his body, th- why did they not kill him? Why did they not kill him? I don't know. You know? I th- th- he had the knife to his throat. Why was the other dude Jedediah or whatever the hell his name was? <laughs> Jedediah. <laughs> I don't think his name was Jedediah. So, I had a note about this. Um. Have you watched Brooklyn Nine Nine, right? Yeah. Um, they looked like the Boyle brothers. <laughs> those big I was thinking like the McBoyles from It's Always Sunny, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, those two. Those two. <laughs> oh my god! But I was waiting for like the the them to like introduce the husband to the daughter character and go be like, "You will date her." Just like the McBoyles would, and I, I, oh my god, the, those two just stealed the show for me. The That's two brother? brothers just sealed the fucking show. Yeah, I'm gonna think about your mother. Yo, what was up with her kissing them? What was up with that? They never talked about that again. <laughs> that was that was so uncomfortable. She just she just kisses him right on the lips. Just <laughs> gives him a nice old smooch. Why my son so nice? Yes, they're very nice. But you can't have them. These are my boys. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god also, also the also. random like attempted rape scene trigger warning of course but like the random attempted it rape was so out of left field it, it was, was so, so out dumb. of left field it I didn't cheap. like it it was bad it was a cheap thing you know that is not spooky scary that is anger inducing that is cheap um, but also it was out of nowhere I thought I yeah. have a right here luke will be an ally when he at the beginning is like but what about the car what about the diesel <laughs> what about that angel maybe he's scottish <laughs> I, um, I that sounded like northern english to me don't know things um but i was like oh okay so he sees the and then he has another conversation where he's like talking about how like oh don't you wish you remembered what to his brother to his adopted brother don't you yeah. wish you knew what your parents look like don't you miss them i was like oh okay so he's empathizing he's gonna help her nah. i think this would have been better if they'd killed off the husband and luke who one of the brothers their names are actually joe and jedediah um <laughs> luke turned the leaf like fuck the ghost girl which is something we'll get to in a second we'll fuck get her. to in a second but if he turned a leaf helped her right Killed his parents, maybe helped her, yes. you know, whatever. I feel like that that character growth, that character arc, would have been. Yeah, so I was expecting that too, but I never got it. Yeah. Like, what was the point of him being like trying to be empathetic in the beginning, only to have him just abandon all that in like the third act, just because? Also, thought that it was not only cheap, like the the, the attempted rape, but I thought. That the whole like, oh, he's willing to abandon his like issues. He's willing to abandon whatever morals he might have as like a, because the whole thing about this is that they were like extremist Christians, right? Yes. Catholics or whatever. Um, he's willing to abandon that and what he's been taught and any empathy he has. 
like to get some not not that rape is getting some but you know to in his head you know have a woman um i thought that was cheap too i was like somebody with empathy doesn't suddenly wake up and be like all right well all right well time to go uh i thought that was that was that was cheap um Again, not scary, just rage-inducing. Not, not not scary, just fucking boring. Yeah, and you can tell, because I have about, uh, I said, three pages of notes for the thing, and half a page of notes. Um, this movie. Because nothing fucking happened. I feel like this was a, like a short film that was dragged out for an hour and 31 minutes. Yeah. I, I kept looking at the little bar being like, oh my god, what's going to happen? It's over. So, over ghost girl so yeah plot twist, plot twist at the end is that there's a third child of the super creepy family that is a girl and they're like we don't talk about her and she's like helping the 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 wife escape um throughout like this the last act of the movie and then mm-hmm. once they get saved by the police and the ambulance uh, at the end of the movie, um, you find she was never there. She was just a vision. And I'm like, wow, I called that from the start. The moment her husband was like, I don't see any girl. I'm like, yeah, because she's not there. She's not really there. She's probably dead or something. And when they zoomed up on the gravestone at the end that says her name, I'm like, yeah, there it is. There it is. So, but like what also drives me insane is that like they flash back and they show like all the things where she was there and like you know like the without her there. Yeah. yeah without her there like the thing flying off the table and breaking or the music box stopping like was that her ghost was there supernatural shit in this movie because it didn't seem like there was yeah because okay when it first came out that the girl wasn't real i was like oh okay so this was just like a coping mechanism for That's the woman. what i thought but then I guess she is a ghost. So if she is a ghost, why would the woman have memories of her not being there? Because like they had interactions, and then you had the flashback of like what the real like she wasn't really cutting the chains off of the girl. She was just doing it to the air and then cutting the chains off herself. You know what I mean? Yeah. If she was a ghost and able to stop a music box, throw something off a table. Yeah. And why would the woman suddenly remember her as not being there? That was weird. I don't. It was dumb. I didn't like. It was, I called it from the start, and I didn't like it. Tried to do a sixth sense moment. Yeah, and, uh, it, it, yeah. it didn't. Yeah. It didn't. Um, I'd also like to take a moment to uh, yes. what? <laughs> what? Right? Like they did at the table. Oh yeah, I want to moments of pray. Um, no, to honestly, you know, now that I'm thinking about the husband's body was probably made of steel. Thinking about it, he's probably a cyborg because the man took a shotgun blast in the back. Oh, it was it and, hit the backpack. It hit the backpack. Oh, it hit the backpack. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Because I remember that. I remember thinking, oh, okay. Oh. So that's what the backpack thing's about, right? Cause remember, this is never talked about again but when he steals the clothes from the people and he takes the backpack and they're like oh fuck what are we gonna do now he's got the drugs <laughs> that never comes up again right yeah um it never comes but, up he's got like a bunch of weed in the backpack but you know that's just weird i think he had like something like heavier because they were like they're, go- they're gonna have our necks or whatever <laughs> um I, why would you have somebody's neck over like two grams i don't know um <laughs> but so yeah, so I was like, okay, that's what the backpack's for. Okay, cool. He's gonna survive this, and then he gets fucking burked. Like what? He gets fucking shot. He get the well, he, he gets the- shot. What I what I thought was like, oh, he's dead because he got shot in the back. But then I was like, oh, the backpack. And but then he just yeah. like, I don't know, doesn't take advantage of the fact that he almost like, you know, died. Yes, and the girl like trips. Like okay, klutz. He's like run. It does nothing. Really zooms in on his face. Done. and he yeah. just like sits there like, well, no, no, we get it we get it there's a lot of like we, we you know flight fight or freeze i see you i hear you you're valid yeah. i think yeah but, jesus bro he's got a gun run girl yeah go you moron your husband just got shot why are you still here 
I guess if I could say anything positive about this movie is that the cinematography was kind of nice. Like some shots looked kind of nice. But I can tell this yes. movie was made on like a, a very low budget. I can just... Yes. The, can... the scenes in the room low-key felt like they were recorded on an iPhone. Yeah, they probably were. Um, but um, Scott Vickers, I guess if you're watching this... Sorry. <laughs> probably not your fault, bud. Probably, probably it's fault. probably not your fault. I'm sure you're a very competent director. Um, I'm I'm sure next movie's gonna be fucking awesome. Yeah. Um, we're proud of you, King. We're we're proud of you, Scott. You're um, the best of what you had. So I guess that boils down to Anna. Were you scared? No, <laughs> I, I, mean, was I already knew the answer. I already knew the answer. <laughs> Yeah. Oh God, I gotta pick better movies. Um, <laughs> this is the first movie that Anna picked, and I'm like, you know, I I wa- I, I when I looked it up, I saw that it had like a kind of like iffy rating, and I'm like, okay, well that mm-hmm. like that tends to happen. I I know a lot of movies that are like, you know, poorly rated by audiences that I love, um, mm-hmm. like Hereditary, um, and and make but, me watch that movie ever, Zach. We're gonna fight. It's it it's it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. You know how I feel about that. It's gonna happen. Huh. You just can just close your eyes through the entire movie, and we just discuss it afterwards. <laughs> might, we we show up to the episode and be like, "So, Anna, what did you think?" And I was like, "Hmm, uh, no see, it was eyes closed." The whole time. <laughs> that All was so weird. Instead of a choice. <laughs> uh, All I heard were characters characters talking. Um, but I saw that it had like a kind of like eh rating and I'm like, oh, okay, well, you know, I don't really care about that because I've seen plenty of those that I have thoroughly enjoyed. But I, throughout the entire movie, I was just like, Anna's never picking a movie again. Like, hey. she's lost her privileges. Oh, crap, sorry about that. Knocked my microphone right in the face. Um, you, yeah, you Zach's actually... Was, you were thinking it was me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, Zach, uh, you post up in like two days and you're like, hey, yeah, so this was fun, but... I have a new podcast host. <laughs> I um, have a new podcast with my other horror-loving friend. Uh, yeah, it's called Horror from um, B to Z. <laughs> Banna. <laughs> oh lord. <clears throat> um. Yeah. No. You. You. <laughs> I'm gonna like thoroughly vet every horror movie you pick oh from my now God, on. No. Okay. I think. I'm only think... joking. I'm kidding. <laughs> Yeah, 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 sure you were. Uh, I think it was an appropriate movie to watch. We had a phenomenal... Well, we're gonna... It, we, it took us, what, like, almost an hour to get through The Shining? Could you imagine if I picked a good movie? We'd be here for, like, three hours. <laughs> Two whole good movies? Nobody wants to hear that. Nobody wants Impossible. to hear that. Impossible. No way. Absolutely. Um, yeah, so I'm already thinking about the worst possible thing I could pick for next time. <laughs> Like, huh? I've got like a great movie lined up for next time, and you're just like, "How can I make this completely awful? How can I make Zach suffer?" How That's actually my goal. Every day I wake suffer. up and I think to myself, "How can I make Zach suffer? <laughs> what can I do to make Zach's life a living hell?" Not even living hell, just like rather inconvenient. You know what <laughs> just I mean? Wildly inconvenient. Like, not enough that like we stop being friends. No, just um, enough for I'm just like, "Oh my god, Anna." You get like a pit in your stomach every yeah, time. Like, oh, fuck. What's um, tomorrow no. bring? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh... yeah. Oh my god, the cops! Really, very finished. The cops in that movie, I thought were horrible. Bad cops. Um, when they came up to her and they, and I was like, "Did y'all not get training?" And they immediately just started asking her like a million questions, like, "Oh, what happened?" Like three different cops asked her, like, "Oh, what happened?" But immediately takes her baby away. I'm like, "Did did y'all get trained? Like, do y'all know how to handle how to handle emergencies?" <laughs> you know how to handle a lady. I was like, I don't know, not doing enough. I'm doing too much and not doing enough. Yeah, that's yeah. uh, that's matriarch. Awesome. All, right. all right yeah <laughs> so i think this has been mediocre okay this has been great this has been, <laughs> this has been terrible yes. um so yeah that's all we have for this episode 
Um, this has been Horror from A to Z, yes, uh, which if you're still here with us, um, the you. A is Anna and the Z is Zach. I think they could count that. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think our audience are as dumb as we, we are. I mean, if they're like me. If they're like me. Anyway. <laughs> if they're like me, they don't think. Brain smooth. Brain, Brain smooth. Um, so yeah, join us next time. We'll figure out what horror movies we're going to watch. I already have mine planned, so... I've got mine planned, don't you worry. Oh, okay, cool. Um, All right, good to know. I'll find this on wherever this will be posted. <laughs> <'Cause> we <have laughs> well, to you'll know, you'll figure it out. You'll figure it out, don't worry, you got it. Yeah. Um, if you want to contact us, don't. Uh, I'm just kidding. Zach <laughs> promised you get an email situation. Figure it out. Uh, if you have the email figured out, I'll, I'll post it wherever we post this. So you yes. guys can contact us with any suggestions or any recommendations uh-huh. you guys have. Yes. So. If you want to tell Zach that he's a handsome boy, go for it. Um, if you want to tell me that I'm hilarious and deserve better, go for it. Um, <laughs> kidding. I'm kidding. All right. Well, thank you for joining us, and we hope to see you next time. Bye, everyone. Bye.